0: May the Lord give you his peace. Good morning. Um, So we had the Magnificat in the Mass today. And what a great, wonderful passage of the Bible. And I want to talk about these three canticles that are found in the Gospel of St. Luke. You know, each Gospel has its own kind of unique viewpoint and material. So some of these passages are only found in the Gospel of St. Luke. You won't find them in Matthew. You won't find them in Mark. You won't find them in John. They're unique. Lucan material, and you have the canticle of Our Lady, known as the Magnificat, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, You know, and that's we say that at every evening prayer, every person who prays the breviary, every monk, every nun, every friar, every priest, every lay person who prays the breviary, every evening prayer, the Magnificat. Then there's the canticle Zechariah, that's the father of John the Baptist, when they finally named the little baby John, his name is John, and then he'd been struck dumb by the angel for nine months, he's able to talk now, and then, boom, he says, uh, blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel, which we pray that prayer every morning at morning prayer. It's known as the Benedictus. And then when they took the baby Jesus into the temple at the presentation, right, there's the elderly Simeon. And then he takes the baby and, and has this little prayer. Um, now, Lord, you can let your servant go in peace. And we pray that at night prayer every day, known as the Nunc Dimittis. So the Benedictus, the magnificant the Nunc Dimittis, those are the opening Latin words in the Latin version of each of those three prayers. And those three canticles I propose hold together. They're unique Lucan material, they're only in the Gospel of Luke, and they're very similar in the sense that you have three people who have this spontaneous prayer of the heart that they proclaim um, in the presence of the Incarnation, the presence of Jesus. And um, so, I got a little nerdy one day and I actually did a Bible study on these three prayers from the Gospel of Luke in the original Greek. So we presume that they were proclaimed in Aramaic <clears throat> which would have been the language that these people probably were speaking, but when the Holy Spirit inspired St. Luke to write the Gospel, and it was put to writing, it was, it was inspired in the Greek language, so I did that, and then of course, uh, because Latin has been the official language of the Church for so long, the Latin versions of these three prayers are really well-known and popular, so I did that as well. I, I studied them in the Latin also, and it turns out that the Latin versions um, are much more faithful to the original Greek than English. Whenever I read it in English, I go, ah, oh, I don't think that's the best translation, you know, in and, and the liturgy or the bravery or, you know, whatever. Okay, all that's kind of nerdy. And um, so when you, you do a little Bible study on these, these prayers, you realize they are saturated in the Old Testament. It's an interesting Bible study to go through and find when each line of the Magnificat is coming from a place in the Old Testament. Sometimes it's the Psalms. The Magnificat, in particular, there was this—the prayer of Hannah—that uh, you know we're kind of going through that, um, in a few other places as well, and so you get the impression that Zechariah, Mary, and Simeon were saturated in the Bible. The Bible at their time was the Old Testament, this Word of God, and we know they would have prayed it, they would have known it, and that when they had a significant moment in their own life and they wanted to offer a prayer to the Lord, they, they did so, drawing from these Old Testament passages. And uh, so that's what, that's the the very point I want to talk about today in the homily, is um, for each one of us, we had a moment of a great encounter with the Lord and we just spontaneously wanted to utter a prayer. What would it sound like? What would it look, you know, what would be the sources that we would draw from? Now, uh, if I could offer an explanation of what that is, we are influenced by Influence, meaning all the things that it flow in, things we see and things we hear. Those are the things that are our formation. Those are the things that um, influence us: our our opinions, our thoughts, you know, all of that. And um, so it's so sad that very few of us have a thoroughly Christian formation. You know, like if you grow up with secondhand, not even thinking about it, quoting the Bible and the Psalms, and you know that would be wonderful. But like for somebody like for me. Uh, I was fluent in the lyrics of 1980s rock and top 40s, you know, like, and it's so sad how even to this day, you know, sometimes like at, at, we have a funny din- dinner conversation at the friary and uh, some topic will come up and so many of us can immediately start a famous quote from a movie and then everybody else can finish it because we just, we know it. It's something that inflowed into us. Or, you know, 80s rock songs, you know, it's like you could throw You know, something happens and you can drop a a quote from a lyric of like an 80s pop top 40 or rock. And uh, it immediately is like so perfect, you know, and it's just it's kind of funny, kind of sad. And I have a tradition that I have that I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm going to say it, that I do. Uh, There was a Beastie Boys album that was really popular when I was in high school. And every year on October 31st, I have about four friars that I call on the telephone No matter where they're living, some of them are in Central America, some of them are in Europe, some of them are still here in the U.S., and I'll get this friar on the phone, there's four of them, and I will say to them, October 31st, that is my date of birth. Does anybody know that lyric? It's from the Beastie Boys. And then they'll answer, I went to the party and I did the smurf. (laughs) How ridiculous is that, huh? Now you know. Now it's out there. It's not a secret anymore. Okay. So that's a little bit silly, whatever. But, um, anyways influenced by influence so thinking about the things that we take in you know things we see things we hear the formation that the culture has on us and um so i say that and just in particular to i think when you start to mature and get a little older you need to be more intentional about what you're doing what you're listening to what you're seeing you know we give these retreats to teenagers we often bring this up you know like be careful about what you're exposing yourself to you know what is inflowing into your brain into your mind into your heart and uh, as my brother tells his kids uh, there's some things you can't unsee them you know <laughs> so be careful you know you see things that didn't uh, that could be really really bad or it could just be silly um, but here we have the Magnificat and uh, you think about the Benedictus and the new dimittis and these were prayers that are just so saturated and so beautiful the, theolo- you know, the, the theological content of these prayers is so amazing. That Magnificat, there is something going on in there. It's an expression that that really captures, you know, the heart of our faith. That God, you know, we should give Him thanks for everything that He's done, and um, particularly the incarnation in Jesus. God became a human. You know, human nature, divine nature united in the one divine person. What does that mean? You know, oh my goodness, how much time do we have? You know, like, that that God has entered into our world in such a radical and unique way because he loves us. Not only did he save us, that's just one aspect. He saved us. You know, we can have forgiveness of sins, that we can be redeemed, that we can be healed, that we can um, ultimately join him in heaven and have life, fullness of life for eternity. Okay, there's even more than that, y'all. You know, he has raised up the lowly. He has cast down the arrogant, you know. Like, uh, the God has entered into the drama of humanity, into history, and planet Earth. And you know, God is in the midst of it. Now, we probably could have said that anyways, because he's the creator, and as creator, he holds everything in existence. Not only did he start it all, but he sustains it at every moment. But in such a radical and strange and unique way, he, he came. He came. You know, you see that little baby laying in the manger at your church or where you know, wherever you see nativities. You know what this means. It's that's why you know there's this argument between liturgists. What's the greatest feast day? Technically, we're supposed to say Easter is the greatest feast day, but we all know it's really Christmas, don't we? <laughs> that's the Franciscan perspective. You know, what's that that? Talladega Nights* this horrible movie that's hysterical with Will Ferrell. He says this prayer to the baby Jesus. And his family corrects him, like he's a grown man now. It's inappropriate. He's like, I don't care. I love the baby Jesus. Um, but uh, so the Magnificat, you know, saturated in the history of the Old Testament, the history of salvation. You know, that you know to be so influenced, so formed by our faith. You know, that's so why praying the Rosary every day is so important you know, daily mass for us and the bravery and, you know, that we're constantly allowing ourselves to be exposed to the word of God, to be called to mind the saving events of Jesus's life. And so little by little by little, you know, it starts to come in and for a lot of friars, it'll happen that we can also drop like a quote from the song. Like if there's a situation, sometimes it's funny where uh, something happens and instead of quoting like the lyric from a movie or uh, or a song, that you, know, you might be able to drop like a passage from the Bible. And uh, when that starts to happen, it's like, okay, God is at work, you know, God is at work. We're starting to get influenced by the influence of just our faith in God's word. And, and uh, so let's pray for that grace you know, to, to be healed, to be redeemed and uh, to be formed by uh, our faith, this richness of what, what has happened, what God has done in Jesus and what it means for us and how it could uh, you know, lead us and guide us as we make our way, and we pray for that this day, Amen. Amen. Merry Christmas. Happy Holy Days. How you like that one? Happy.